0: dot shockergirl slash goddess.
1: The following podcast is a Deer Media production.
0: Chakra Girl Radio with Amberly Lyons is an uncut look into the lives of today's influencers to create real conversation about spirituality, modern girl problems, and the balance between vodka and green juice. Gurus and Gucci, we're getting real about the chaos, mistakes, and meltdowns that come along with success. Here's your main Chakra Girl, Amberly Lyons. to shocker girl radio 2019 edition okay it's actually exactly the same but it's a new year this is Amberly lyons your chakra expert energy and crystal connoisseur and your trusty spiritual bff i'm the founder of shocker girl co which is a platform giving you all the tips and inspo to be intentional AF, to live your best life, and activate your chakras. Today, we are chatting with someone I love dearly named Rosie Acosta. She is such just a fun person. She's bubbly and amazing, and this is just a really fun episode, guys. She is a yoga and meditation teacher, a teacher trainer, a life coach, a podcast host, and an inspirational teacher. Her podcast is called Radically Loved. It's so good, you guys. Definitely. Go listen after this episode. She's kind of my new online bestie, soon to be in person bestie. We bonded over ghost stories and being haunted, and also being like psycho wives. So obsessed with her. She was recently on the cover of Yoga Journal too, because she balling like that. We're talking about saging away the darkness, including ghosts and all the ghost drama. We're talking about changing the course of your life from. Bland to grand, (laughs) I was going to say they're bland to grand or hot mess to success, but I feel like bland to grand just felt right. We're talking about how to play the role of who you want to be and manifesting a yacht life, plus connecting with your partner, even when you feel cray. I've been getting so many messages about my meditation bundles. So I'm just going to plug it here real quick the, way, the women that are using my meditations every day are reporting that they're making more money, have more energy, feel sexier, feel more powerful. And all it takes is hanging out with me, meditating for seven to 12 minutes a day. I'd say that's worth it, you guys. The meditations were made for women just like you who need to work through chakra, blocks and activate your chakra superpowers, I'm giving you guys $10 off. So go grab them. Go to chakragirlco.com, select meditations from the top navigation. When you are going to pay, you will enter the promo code PODCAST, all lowercase. Okay, New Year's Eve recap. I may or may not have done pot gummies, pot, people still call it pot, like marijuana gummies, cannabis, I don't know, whatever gummies. And I fell asleep on the couch at 1130. That's embarrassing. It was actually my first time doing said gummies. And Actually, apparently I did one a few nights before, but I was pretty drunk and I don't remember doing it. But my friends are like, no, you 100% did. And I was like, mm, no, I didn't. But apparently I did. Okay, but I sound really inspiring right now. Anyways, my best day was in town with her man. We got wild for a few days. We literally just went on double dates for five days straight and just had the best time. We went to Whistler. We drank. We had fun. Okay, also fun tip. If you really want to get wild, there is a drinking app <laughs> called Piccolo. One of my friends and I discovered it in Paris. It is the weirdest game in the world. They tell you to do weird things like swap a shirt with the other player or do the splits or have a penis drawing contest. It's pretty wild. And yeah, it's either, it's kind of like a truth or dare, but it's like a dare or drink so it's like if you don't want to do the thing you have to like down your drink or like drink five sips anyways needless to say we had a dinner party with some a bunch of friends and things got fun let me say that so anyways drink safely this like okay now I'm realizing this could be like a liability this is a disclaimer anything you do on piccolo is not suable to me (laughs) Just don't sue me, okay? Um, Okay, so let's get into the chakra tip. Celery juice. I can't say that I've done it consistently yet, but I've done it a few days in a row, and I can definitely say that I feel way more energized. I saw my personal trainer uh, yesterday morning after I juiced, and I didn't even get mad at him once in the whole session. I did all the shit he told me to do. I didn't even complain, so that passes my test. Celery juice works, and I know people say... That juicing takes away the nutrients and that you should just eat the celery but who the hell wants to just chew on a stick of celery I don't I'm not a rabbit no thank you it's also like a huge fad right now it's on trend I'm not only doing it because it's cool but it's definitely one of the reasons but it's also anti-inflammatory it's supposed to help with your gut health your skin your circulation I'm trying to manifest my hair growing really long and thick so let's see if it works and green juices are really good for the heart chakra especially if you're trying to manifest more of a masculine energy Energy, whether that's manifesting a man into your life or just being more assertive and more powerful and organized in your own life. So do the celery juice. Let me know how it goes. I feel like I may have spoken about that on the podcast before. But anyways, I'm... I'm back on it, back on the juice. Okay, chakra shout out. Okay, this is not super chakra related, but kind of. You know I love anything energy related. So if you guys tried microcurrent, it is like this tool that you like run across your face. It's like a home facelift. And it's got these like metal plates on them and they pulse, but it's like just like the tiniest little vibrations and it sends it into your face and it actually strengthens the muscles in your face it's like a workout for your cheeks and your forehead but there's no sweating required and it just lifts everything up i had some i'm I'm rocking some holiday jowls because of the extra pounds um and it really like lifts them up like Who needs a facelift? I'm going to post a link to the one I use. It's called the New Face Facial Spa. And I am beyond obsessed you to use it like three times a week to like really work out the muscles and get the lift but I definitely saw results right away and it's kind of fun to just do like half of your face first and then look at the difference between the other half so go get it you guys all right let's get into this really fun effing episode with my girl Rosie Acosta let's go Welcome back to Shocker Girl Radio. We are here today with my new favorite person, Rosie Acosta. She is a yoga and meditation teacher, teacher trainer, life coach, podcast host, and inspirational speaker. And she's also a badass motherfucker, which is what she fucked <laughs> in my form. And I don't think she wanted me to share that with you. I really guys. didn't. I can't <laughs> really just But I'm doing it. No, I I know you didn't, but I'm doing it anyways. <laughs> So you guys know, I ask everyone to fill out a form when they're coming on the podcast with what they do. And that was one of the things she said. So I was like, I'm going to share that because it's true. She's also graced the latest cover of Yoga Journal, No Big Deal, like hello. (laughs) And she's currently writing a book. So before we get into the interview, I need to know how your exorcism went yesterday. So Rosie and I spoke oh, really? yesterday. I was on her podcast. She's been having some eerie ghost happenings and she took Sage to them yesterday. How did it go?
1: So it was really bizarre. So I, you know, after we got off, I was hearing some st- I thought, so Tori, usually he works from home. He has his studio in the garage and stuff. And so And that's my, my fiance. I still call him my boyfriend. We've been together for 15 years. He'll be my boyfriend. Even when we get married, (laughs) he's my boyfriend. I, I thought I heard him in the kitchen, like while we were talking and stuff, like I could hear stuff going on. And then I got off and I, I grabbed my sage and you know I was gonna have some people come by yesterday. I was gonna have a meeting here at the house and so I'm you know going around saging everything and then I'm like looking out the window and I didn't see his car and I'm like where where is he? I'm like this is so weird and so I called him and I was like hey w- when did you leave? And he's like uh this morning and I'm like what? I'm like oh my goodness I heard. Somebody in the kitchen, and I like footsteps, and I didn't get alarmed or anything because i I thought that was him, you know,
0: oh God, but then
1: I got it's in so that creepy. moment, I got the surge, and you know when you have that creepy feeling like somebody's standing behind you, I was so freaked out. And then I just, you know, I started saging and I'm like, white light, white light, just like <laughs> trying to be like, you know what, maybe, and it's only because on the podcast, uh, on my podcast, that I just interviewed you on, I, I talked about how I had a visitor a couple of days ago come by and say, oh, you have some visitors here or something. And it just was like really strange. It just felt a little bit odd. And so I'm, you know, saging everything, saging everything. And then it was fine. And then a little while later, like that yesterday evening, we had the most explosive argument that, I mean, like Tori and I don't like fight. We have really intense discussions. (laughs) 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 But yesterday it was so weird because we were in the bedroom and he was like, do you realize this is coming out of nowhere? Like we're having this conversation and- this is really bizarre. And I'm like, in my mind, I was still like irritated at him, but I was like, oh, he's, he's right. This is really strange that all of a sudden we got really irritated with each other. And it was mostly me, you know, but I just felt this like aggro, you know, Mm, you're haunted, right? Don't say that.
0: (laughs) You're possessed. (laughs) No,
1: can you imagine? Okay. So here, side note, just to really put the, the cherry on top, did you ever watch that movie? It was like one of those possession movies. Oh, it was Amityville, Amityville horror.
0: Oh, yeah, like you the the, the like the remake or the original? Yes, remi- I think I've remake. seen both. Yeah, the re-
1: yeah, the remake. And remember the the girl has all the bruises and stuff all over. Yes. Okay, I've got. I'm gonna send you this picture. I've got two bruises, one on my stomach, like right below my belly button, which is yes. really strange placement. And then another one on my leg, and I'm and Tori's like, "What is that?" And I'm like, "I don't know. I I feel like I must have maybe I hit myself." And he's like, "Those are pretty big bruises." Like you and on you, your stomach, like how does that on even my happen? stomach? I have no idea. I'm gonna send it to you. Okay, so all the listeners are like, "Who is this person?" <laughs> no, we love it. This is so bizarre. Um, yeah, so that's how it went. And now that I'm talking about, it, I'm getting a little freaked out, but I think everything's fine. I'm going to continue to sage and worst case scenario, I'll like have somebody come and perform a
0: house. Clearing. A real exorcism. Oh, my <laughs> the God. real thing. So yeah. Have you been saging yourself? Yeah, I have. Okay. Um, and did you Palo Santo after? I did not. Oh my gosh, you need to. I know, after we just talked about it. I, I, think I, was
1: just, I feel like I, I did the sage. What if I am haunted and I don't want to do the Palo Santo because I don't want it to leave?
0: Oh, oh. no! <laughs> It's like, it's stopping you from doing it.
1: Right. Oh my. Okay. Let's, can we continue on another
0: topic? Yeah. I'm like looking over my shoulder. I wish you could see me right now. You need to put like a mirror in front of you so you can see what's behind you. Oh my God. This (laughs) is so scary. Sorry. (laughs) Okay. Next topic. Okay. We'll get into our slumber party questions, um, which is kind of funny because- at slumber parties, you talk about scary things too. But right. okay, we'll talk about non-scary slumber party okay. questions. Okay. What is your daily ritual? My daily ritual, I, I medit
1: I do yoga and meditation. I know it's a little bit cliche for the yoga teacher to say that, but um, but it's so it's so much a part of my routine. Even if it's not very much movement, I have to meditate in the morning because I feel like it just brings me to a a place of feeling grounded. Um, Like Tori's not allowed to even, if when I'm home, you know, I travel a lot. I'm gone like half the time. So I'm Mm -hmm. always, you know, in and out, but that's the only constant thing. And because I'm used to it when I travel, I am alone most of the time.
0: Mm. I
1: have to be able to keep that routine. And so in the morning, like I don't actually say hi to him until after I do my practice, (laughs) which is, (laughs) Really nice. he says he, right. And he really respects that. And I think that he he knows me obviously and he sees how important that is to me. So I wake up in the morning and I I you know wash my face and I do, you know, like I put some nausea oil because my nostrils are a little dry in the morning.
0: Oh and what's what's not? Nausea. I've never
1: heard of that? Oh my goodness. It's like it's used a lot in Ayurveda. And it's um it's got some sesame seed oil components, but it's just really good to like lubricate the inside of your nostrils. It's, oh, it's, and it's good for sort of capturing any toxins that come in, in into your your nose. You okay, well I,
0: I know I talked to you yesterday about getting cold sores in my nose. So I oh think maybe-
1: yeah, oh my goodness. You know what? It's so funny. I remember you saying that, and I was going to tell you about this, but we were just. Off topic on so many other topics <laughs> that I didn't bring this up. But it's called nausea, N A S Y A, and okay. it's nausea oil. You could get it on Amazon, but I go to the Tabanian Botanicals and I just I order a bunch of it. I, I travel with it. So when I get on the airplane, I put it inside my nostrils. And just anytime I'm going to a place where it's really dry, it's really helpful. You're not supposed to do it at night before you go to bed because. It's supposed to increase kapha, which is if you're, you know, if you're familiar with the doshas, there's three doshas, there's uh, pitta, uh, vata, and kapha. And so kapha is the more like inertia based dosha. And so if you put oil in your nostrils at night, it causes a little bit of lethargy and you might have like heavy sleep. And so it's kind of, it's Ayurvedically contraindicated, but you can do it in the morning and during the day.
0: But wouldn't you want a heavy sleep?
1: Yeah, but I think it has more to do with your ability to, you know, wake up feeling not lethargic.
0: Oh, crazy. Yeah. What dosha are you?
1: I am a vata kapha. So I'm a dual dosha, which okay. means I'm kind of like bipolar in the spectrum yeah. Of, yeah. of the doshas. Like one season, I'm more one and the other, I'm more the other, which makes it really challenging to navigate because I feel like I, I wish I could just have one and I've gone to several different Ayurvedic practitioners praying that they would say, oh, you're just one.
0: Yeah. (laughs) They all tell me the same thing. So yeah. Interesting. I'm like straight up Pitta. You are? Oh, I'm not surprised. (laughs) All the Pittas. I'm not surprised. And if anyone listening wants to know what they are, I know that Sahara Rose has a quiz on her mm-hmm. website.
1: Plug to my girl. Yeah, yeah. She's, yeah, definitely take it. She's got some great uh, information on there, and she's got this great cookbook called Eat, Feel Fresh, where she she has all these recipes on tri-doshic diets.
0: And yes, stuff. we awesome. had her on the pod. She is a Yay. gem. Okay, what is your go-to crystal?
1: Oh, uh, rose quartz. Mm-hmm. That's what's all over my desk right now. It, I just it's the, mo- it's the one that makes me feel the most complete.
0: Mm. You know, I
1: love learning about crystals and working with different crystals. I often carry black tourmaline because it's supposed to, Oh, you know, it's funny. I'm like the black, I haven't carried
0: oh. black tourmaline in a little while. You need Some black tourmaline. Oh. You need, you need some selenite too.
1: Yeah. Oh,
0: that's, Oh, that's good. Yes. Mm. You should put selenite under your bed. I feel like we're gonna need to have this conversation in person so we can like. (laughs) I need to come over. We need to do. We Um, should do our own like ghost. What was that show that you watched? Ghost
1: Adventures. Have you not? Did you look it up? No, I haven't
0: looked it up yet. So,
1: you guys, when she was on my podcast, I tell her that this is one of my favorite shows that I watch, Ghost Adventures, and it's just so much fun. But I, I keep telling her to look it up. It's pretty epic. You can look it up on YouTube. I think they have like some of the episodes on there.
0: Okay. You only have to ask me twice and then Thank I you. I'm probably going to waste the rest of my day on that. So. Perfect. <laughs> okay, next question. Who's your favorite Kardashian?
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, let's see. Hm. That's a really great question. I would probably say Courtney. Yes. I I love Courtney so much. I think. Side note: I know that she's a regular yogi. Like she practices yeah. yoga all the time, and um, I just really love her. Her temperament. She's yeah. very grounded. She's uh, very cynical, doesn't take anything too seriously. And I think that that's the person I can probably relate to the most.
0: Yes. I love me and Courtney. Every time someone tells me their favorite, I'm like, me too. But then I realize I say that about all of them. I love them all.
1: (laughs) (laughs) They all have really great characteristics.
0: Yes. Yes. Okay. What is a guilty pleasure that you, you do that you think good spiritual people probably don't do? (laughs) 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 <laughs>
1: what is a good habit or a bad habit
0: that I do that good spiritual people don't do
1: <laughs> oh man I maybe probably look through your boyfriend's phone
0: Oh, oh God. Good one. <laughs> <Totally not. laughs> I've definitely peaked I don't I, I've never like I definitely am overlooking his shoulder all the time. Oh, no,
1: Amber. I'm straight going through inside text messages. I'm And again, this is a person, he's never given me pause for anything our
0: entire relationship, even when we were friends. So, you know, it's just, it's terrible. You got to check sometimes. I just know that if I start, I won't stop. And there was one time where I was on my husband's iPad and his text messages started coming up. And I was like, this is a dangerous road to go right? on. And then there was a thing that, that came up that said, do you want to disconnect the phone from the iPad? And I hit yes. Because I was like, I was like, I, I like hovered oh. my finger over the button for so long. And I was like, what yes. do I do? What do I do? What do I do? And I hit yeah. No, if, if I start. I won't stop.
1: <laughs> I, you know, I do, I do life coaching and I, I work yeah. with a lot of couples and I'm finding in the last two and a half years, I've increased my clientele in the couples sector, which is really mm. interesting. And there's two, two couples that have had incidences where the iPad was the culprit. That's how mm. they found out of each other's, Yeah. you know, what are they called? Indiscretions.
0: Indiscretions yes actually on that note I had a dream last I texted my husband this morning I was like I had a dream last night that you met a girl at the gym that was an ex-bond girl from the movies (laughs) from the bond movies and he's like and I was like and then you fell in love with her and kissed her and he was like okay well I don't know any bond girls so you can move on from that (laughs) But it's like you almost want to get mad at them for your dream. yeah.
1: Oh, I've had dreams before where <laughs> I had dreams of him making out with somebody else or being with somebody else, and I wake up pissed, like yeah. so angry. And he's just like, "Poor guy, like what is? Ha- do you want breakfast?" I'm trying yeah. to make breakfast. And I'm like, <laughs> I can do my own breakfast. I'm like, I don't need you to touch my
0: food. I don't need your bad vibes. <laughs> I don't want your dirty hands on my right? food. Oh, that's so funny. (laughs) Like, do you want a volume for breakfast? (laughs) Right.
1: No, it's just because it's so real, I think. You know, dreams can be so, um, they can just feel so
0: real. It's so real. Freaky. So freaky. Okay. So let's talk more about you. Tell us about your spiritual journey and how it evolved into this radical love empire. Oh, my goodness.
1: So I, I grew up being in a spiritual household. Like my grandmother was a like spiritual healer, I guess you can say in in Mexico, they call them, or like in South America, they call them like curanderas. So that means like, like a healer type of, of person. And so even her great grandmother was one and they're like the local healers in the sense that they knew the right prayers to say, they knew, you know, the right deity or, you know, we were raised Catholic, but you know, there's different virgins and different like saints that you can pray to for different things. And it's almost mm-hmm. like they were the encyclopedias to, to those, you know, to who to pray to for what. Mm. And I grew up having, you know, these women's circles in, in our home, you know, because my grandma would host these every like Monday and Wednesday night, these prayer circles. And, and, you know, I grew up in a not great, environment and so oftentimes there was a lot of you know these these women praying for their sons or uh husbands or you know people that were getting killed during this this time in the 90s where it was very really um where we grew up it was in East LA and it was riddled with gang violence all the time mm-hmm. and so seeing ritual and seeing the the power of prayer and people really devoted to their spiritual practice was something that was just kind of incorporated into my DNA. So I, I grew up sort of having that as a, a template, although I always thought it was really weird as a kid, you know, because I'm just like, what do you mean you're going to pray and everything's going to be better? Like mm-hmm. you guys, this is like in real life, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. So I, I grew up with a little bit of that disposition, that that skeptic disposition, which really helped serve me a lot of the time because it, it made me feel more grounded and less like airy fairy, which airy fairy is great. I think it's awesome. Um, but for me, I think in order for me to really commit to getting out of this environment and getting out of this predisposition that so many people around me were destined to be. you know It's like you when you're born into a situation like that, you know, I, I come from two parents that are immigrants. I grew up in a terrible environment. I got in trouble with the law. like there is there's is just this expectation of you fitting into this box, right? Mm. And so for me, I always wanted to be the opposite, right? There was a moment where I was I was acting as if, that person was just my destiny. The person that was getting in trouble, it was like all the expectations of me, right? That, mm-hmm. oh, you're just basically going to be a fuck up your entire life. Mm-hmm. And so I internally always knew that that just wasn't what my path was going to be. And so as I got older, I by the time I was a teenager, I was struggling with debilitating panic attacks and uh, depression and I was on medication and, you know, my, my mom at the time, my parents split up when I was 10, she, they couldn't figure out what was wrong with me. Right. Cause then I was having insomnia. I wouldn't sleep. It was just like, oh, I was on the McDonald's diet. So I was like mm-hmm. really overweight. Like all these things were going wrong and nobody can figure out, nobody was able to figure out why. And, you know, it took me going to therapy and like you know, learning more about what my condition was when I realized I'm like, oh, maybe it was the fact that like I saw people get shot and stabbed Mm. when I was little and like being in an environment where I didn't feel safe. And, you know, growing up in this place created now the ramifications of my environment. And so it was during that time that my mom came home one day with these pamphlets, these yoga pamphlets. And so here in LA, we have something called the Self-realization Center. and it's it was started by Paramanza Yogananda, who is one of the original. Uh, gurus that brought yoga to the West back in the 1920s and 30s, and started this. I keep want to say cult, but it's like it started.
0: <laughs> so I joined a cult, right? <laughs> no, he started this. No, like uh, this movement, right? Movement. This, this,
1: okay. yeah, this, this spiritual system, right? Yeah. It was all yogic philosophy based. And so mm-hmm. she, my mom, came home with these pamphlets that said like the law of attraction, manifest your destiny, and meditation for. Getting what you want, right? Mm-hmm. And and to me, because there was that part of me growing up in that sort of spiritual uh, realm that was always interested in the the magic of you know spirituality and and connecting to a higher power and you know learning about spirits and ghosts and you know all mm-hmm. the stuff that we obviously you and I have been talking about. Yeah. And so I was curious and I ended up going and I walked into the temple on Sunset Boulevard at the Self Realization Center and it was I had a legit spiritual awakening in that mm-hmm. moment. There was a woman giving a lecture about how we're responsible for our own happiness and everything that she was saying was basically Resonating with what I felt and I knew to be true. And there was finally somebody using a language that connected what I felt inside because I was I was raised in, again, a, a very faith-based, more or less strict-ish Catholic upbringing, you mm-hmm. know? So yeah, we were open to all these different types of healing modalities, but it was also very rigid and it felt very patriarchal. And I just didn't, it didn't resonate with me, you know? And so latching on to something that felt a little bit more my vibe, and then I bought all the spiritual books and then I bought the Yoga Sutras of Patanjali and the Autobiography of a Yogi. And then I started practicing yoga and in this time, I began to really commit to who I wanted to become. And and it was that person that I always knew I was, but I was starting to act as if. Mm. And I was working at the time as a receptionist at a hair salon. And I started kind of moving up in the ranks. And there was a celebrity hairstylist at the time that essentially... Recruited me under the guise of an embellished resume that I had created, mm. um, and and he hired me. That's actually where I I met Scott. Oh know? yeah, yeah I had Scott on the show. I and that's like a, a side note, but yeah. So I worked at the salon for a long time. I was managing both of his salons. So I was, you know, here like an ex criminal, you know, somebody that grew up with this disposition, who's now on the spiritual and health path. And I'm, you know, running two businesses. I got really into health and wellness. I got nutrition certified. And I just, I realized that as I was playing this role of a responsible adult paying for my own college, you know, really succeeding in a sense, you know, at that age, I was like 21, 22, 23, making more money than my entire family combined.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and and that was a huge feet for me to get to that place. And I did that for a couple of years in about my mid-20s. That's when I started to feel like all of the stuff just wasn't in alignment with what I wanted to to create. You know, I knew that I wanted to work with people on a deeper level and and really connect to the things that were important to create a sustainable ripple effect in the world. And and in that, you know, trying to not make this story any longer, that's sort of the Catalyst that created radically loved, and it it just continued to bloom. I did a yoga teacher training. I became a teacher. I started to work with people, and I created the podcast as a way to be able to reach more people on a platform that was accessible. You know, for the people that Mm -hmm. couldn't come practice with me, or the people that can't afford to come on a retreat or a workshop. It's like there is a podcast. You can get all the same information from this forum, and so and now here we are.
0: Oh my gosh. So it all started with the pamphlets. It all started with the pamphlets. Oh, good job, yes. Mom. So, right? yeah. So you mentioned playing a role oh. and you mentioned acting as if. Mm. So, how can you, what are some tangible takeaways that people can do to start playing the role of who they actually want to be? And how can they also almost like forget who? the old them was so that yeah. they don't get back onto that path
1: yeah i think these are really great questions and really great things to be able to focus on i've always been a big fan of reverse engineering things mm-hmm. so as far as reverse engineering it i mean picture and see yourself how you want to be and really put yourself in that place don't don't worry about how you're going to get there you know don't worry about Thinking, oh, well, if I want to write a book or if I want to create a podcast or if I want to become a teacher or speaker, um, you know, what a business owner, whatever it is, don't worry about how you're going to get there. Just see yourself there and really Mm -hmm. take a moment to immerse yourself in all the details. Like if everybody could close their eyes right now and really put themselves in a place where they can visualize. Everything, all their desires, everything that they want to create in life, and really see it. Like, are you over? Are you in the home that you own, overlooking? You know, a beautiful body of water, or are you in a forest somewhere, or are you on a yacht somewhere? I'm like, on a yacht. You get yeah! it. I tapped <laughs> and right it's into like that.
0: captain. Yes, I
1: love. <laughs> <See>? <laughs> and and just really put yourself there and feel all of those feelings. Like feel the relief of getting to a place where you know you belong and that feels good. And and then just. Utilize that as your practice and focus on that instead of how you don't have it right now. Like, we're mm-hmm. such a reward based society, and this is really what takes us off of our path to manifesting the things that we want because we're too focused on manifesting more of the same shit that we have. Mm-hmm instead of focusing like, no, 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 I want this. This is how I want to feel. This is what I want to see. And this is the life that I want to live. And really being so detailed. The, the other thing, aside from visualizing the, the second thing that I did and I love to do is write it down,
0: mm-hmm. like
1: writing it yeah. down as if it was happening now. Like Mm -hmm. I'm so excited and happy that, you know, I'm on this yacht and I'm, I don't know, like what else are you doing on the yacht? Like whatever is happening, you know, whatever you're seeing on this, you know, beautiful pristine ocean with, you know, a Michelin rated chef or Mm -hmm. whatever it is, just really writing every single detail because as you write it down, it becomes something tangible. And as your eyes see what you're writing, your body begins to really feel that. And so it puts you into the same frequency and the same vibration of that, that you want to create. You know, one of the things I, and I talk about this in the article that just came out on a uh, yoga journal. I talk about how I had this, this friend, you know, when we were in high school, we would ditch school. We would take the bus up to Hollywood Boulevard and we'd like walk up all the residential streets near outposts. We'd go up to this Mulholland Overlook, and you know, everybody would always have these big grandiose visions of their life. Like one of my friends was like, I want to be a record producer and I want to be a rock star. And you know, one of my friends was like, I want to be an actress and I'm going to buy a house right down there. And what really always struck me is that I didn't have a vision of what I wanted to be. Like all these people I felt like knew who they wanted to be and what they wanted to create. And I had no idea. I just didn't see it, but I knew, I knew the feeling and I knew what I wanted To see, and and what I wanted to see was that overlook uh, up on Mulholland, looking out, and you know, feeling like, oh, I have arrived. Like this is who Mm -hmm. I am, and and everything feels so full, and everything is beautiful, and life is beautiful, and the universe works for us and not against us, right? Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I mean, I think that those two things were really important for me. Getting to a place, and they're the two most important things that when I work with my my clients. Get them to this place where I'm like, okay, you've contacted me. You want somebody to coach you through this, but you need to be willing to do the work. You know, so much Mm -hmm. of the time we're like, someone help me. And we're just like in this like downward spiral. We want to do all the courses and we want to read all the books and we want to listen to all the podcasts, but then we don't actually do the things, right? Mm -hmm. We do the things for a little bit because they make us feel good and we're like on our gratitude journal or we're on the like 21-day Deepak Chopra meditation challenge and like by day seven you stop right mm-hmm. and and those are the things that we don't think of you know it's it's little incremental steps that really help create a solid
0: foundation mm-hmm. right I love that like it's not yeah like it's not like a one day fix like right no <laughs> going so when you're manifesting and you're like seeing all these amazing things for yourself what do you do when the thought creeps in? Like, who am I to deserve this? You know, I've had trouble with the law. I had this, you know, this, this less than ideal upbringing. Like, who am I to have this?
1: Oh, that's tough. That's tough because it, it, it comes up often
0: still. Mm-hmm.
1: And it's, it's just an imprint that over time, it, it has, even though it comes up, it has less of a charge Mm -hmm. Than it did, you know, ten years ago, Mm. and I just really committed to the feeling of belonging more than the feeling of not belonging. Mm. Because for me, I'm like, well, what does it hurt to even pretend like everything is great? Like it just feels better, even if I'm, even if things are not going well right now, or if I feel out of place, or if I feel like, who, why, why am I here? Right, and this was like the big thing that I'd always ask. It's like, why am I here? Like, how did I get to be here? Why me and not, you know, two of my best friends that lost their life when we were freshmen in in high school? Like, mm-hmm. why did I get? To, why do I get to be here? Or I don't deserve to be here,
0: mm-hmm.
1: right? That feeling of oh, like I don't, I don't deserve this. Like this is this is not meant for me. And it's it's just it's the negative. Dialogue, you know, the negative narrative that comes in because your mind, your brain is designed for survival, right? It's designed to keep you alive. And so your mind's job is to help keep you safe. And when you're taking chances and you're taking risks in your life, you're not being safe, but you're putting yourself into a position of challenging and growing and learning something new. And if we don't do those scary things, then we'll never get to where we want to go. And so of course the mind is going to come in. And so I, I have to like scientifically like brain hack myself and say, okay, this thought is coming in. Yeah, it feels like shit. Yeah, I'm feeling a little bit inadequate at the moment, but I know it's just my mind because my mind is scared. And so I'll just have some internal dialogue and be like, hey, mind, what up, girl? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I know you're scared. This is scary. It's okay to be afraid. But we're going to be okay, and we're going to get through this. We always do, mm. and, and and that's it, you know. And, and most of the time, you know, I'll, I'll do something to sort of exercise that that little demon troll out. Mm. You know, I'll, yeah. I'll go to yoga class, or I'll go for a run, or I'll go take a spin class, or you know, I'll, I'll talk to a friend. And most of the time, that it, it sort of dis- dissipates you
0: know, it's totally. Always- I love, I love how you described, like, it's still there, but it just doesn't have as much of a charge. And I think I yeah. feel the exact same way, you know, and same goes with any kind of fear that you have, like, as we're, you know, doing bigger things and, you know, seeing more success, the fears are still there, but we're just fucking doing it anyways. <laughs> and, yeah. you know, not letting the fear take the driver's seat.
1: Yeah. And I, I think it's, it's, I mean, look at, I do sort of kind of sorta of, kinda. Sorta of, kinda. Sorta of kinda. I do cringe at times when I see those quotable moments like if the fear is there, leap anyway. Yeah. All of those things, I, I get them and I think that they're they're great, but to me, actions speak louder than words. Totally. So if the more that you're compelled to live the life of your dreams and the life that you want to create the easier it's going
0: to be to take that leap. Mm, like the more you actually do it, the more yeah, you'll the do. More, the more you do it, the more you'll do. Yeah, it. the
1: more you do it, the more you'll do it. I mean that's yeah. essentially right. I mean you know this too with you know the stuff that you've talked about as well. It's like all yeah. about really being able to pick yourself up from this this heaviness of this place and it's okay. And then people think I I love that you asked the spiritual question. Because, or it's like, what what habit do you have that maybe mm-hmm. somebody might frown upon or whatever? <laughs> yeah. Um, because I think it's real. I think most of the time we think because we're on the spiritual path that we have to be like so cookie cutter and everything has to be perfect in our life on Instagram. It's like all the filters have to be right and what the context that I write has to be perfect, whatever. And it's like what I love about you is that you're so honest and real about where you are on your on your path, and we mm-hmm. all. Are. like be fearful of the person that says they have it all figured out because yeah. that is, that is like full of shit. <laughs> yeah. That's like fake news, right? Yeah, like, fake news. I, I don't know that I am always more drawn to people that are truly authentic and mm-hmm. completely open and honest about their own journey and their own experiences. Like I want to know if you feel insecure. Like I mm-hmm. want us to be able to talk about feeling less than i want us to be able to talk about you know what you know what what do you call like maybe having a little too much to drink binge yeah. <laughs> like, like, drinking binge
0: drinking that's Ben's right drinking. it is real. that's right <laughs> and um, so yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, with all that, when people see people that are successful, that can still have those moments, then they can be more inclined to be like, oh, maybe I should just do it. Like, maybe I can do this too. And I think another big thing that I see how we were talking about, oh, the only way to like make it easier is to just fucking keep doing it. And I, I feel like so often especially like entrepreneurs i don't know if you coach mostly entrepreneurs but clients that i have they'll be like well i'm so nervous to put myself out there or to like you know really be seen or to talk about this or talk about that and i think like, literally the only way to not be afraid of it is to keep doing it like i can't yeah. like there's nothing that i'm going to say that's going to make you feel comfortable doing it you just have to push the fucking button hit send hit post and then the next time you do it, it'll be easier next time you do it after that it'll be easier next time you do it after that it'll be easier. It's literally yeah. the only way.
1: Yeah, and there's so much pressure around having to be perfect mm-hmm. or having things to be right. Especially as a as an entrepreneur, right? Especially as a business person mm-hmm. who is trying to cultivate a community or trying to cultivate a following or you're trying to build. It is. There's so much pressure. I mean, I remember there was a moment when I started to feel like oh every post on social media like how to be perfect and I, I had to write something really meaningful and it had to be i had to really put some thought into it and it was so daunting i'm like why the fuck this is not that serious. Like this is actually
0: not fun.
1: Yeah. It makes it not fun. And, and after a while I just stopped doing it. I mean, I took like a break. I'm, I'm an avid social media detox junkie. I I often go off grid, like just randomly, like just randomly, like I'll just stop posting for a while. And that's fun for me because Mm -hmm. I'm like, Oh, I'm, I'm, because there's so many things that we see now, especially in this age, we want to share everything. And yeah, and I love. Look, don't get me wrong. I love social media. I've made I made so many great friends, and I love to be able to see what people are doing. I, I love to get inspired. I love to be motivated. I love to celebrate wins that my friends have. But it's also this insidious thing that happens with pressure, and it, it kind of takes you away from being, you know, in real life. And I think mm-hmm. that that to me is is more important because I think about those things. I'm kind of a little bit morbid in my thinking on the daily. You know, I have this thing that I know. a <laughs> I mean,
0: morbid thought,
1: right? If you <laughs> haven't really figured that out at this point, then you you don't really know me, right? So every every night, I. I have this practice that I do where I think about, okay, if I don't wake up tomorrow, did I do, did I love well, did I live fully, would I, would I be okay with not waking up in the morning every Mm. night, every Mm. night, you know, ever since I was little, I remember thinking that because I was so fascinated by death. My mom, she's talking about morbid. She would always, you know, when you're little, you always have this fear of your parents not coming home. I didn't know if Yeah, you, always. Oh, 100%. You know I,
0: mean? I would like just cry in bed. Yeah. I was thinking my mom's going to die
1: one day. Yes. And this is <laughs> and this is one of those things. So I think, I can't remember what it's a like, like condition, I think that, that kids have, or they go through this phase of like being in fear that their parents aren't going to come home. Yeah. Un- unfortunately, I grew up with people that their are one of their parents didn't come home, you know,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and so and in high the environment I grew up in, anything could happen to my parents on their way home. Like they mm-hmm. could get shot by a stray bullet or something, yeah. you know, or they could be at the grocery store. We we were in, gro- in a grocery store and it got held up once. Like
0: mm-hmm.
1: that kind of thing was a real, it was a feasible reality.
0: Mm-hmm. And I
1: remember my mom when I was like six or seven. She, I remember her telling me, "Look, what what's because I was crying. I was like so freaked out because they were going out." You know, and I was like, "Oh my God, don't leave! Like, I'm so scared." And she's like, "Why? What are you scared of? What is the fear?" And I'm like, "That you're gonna die." And she's like, "Guess what? I am gonna die." Mm-hmm. And I was just like, "Oh my God, that, <laughs> that was to me
0: tonight!" <laughs> tonight? Right?
1: <laughs> and I just remember feeling mortified, but my face—it was almost like, like brain cannot compute. I yeah. remember that. I'll never forget it. And we talk about it even now. Cause I'm like, God, mom, you could have been a little nicer. And she's like, why it's the truth. Like I needed to, I needed to tell you, like, this is something it's a reality. And ever since then, I remember trying to, trying to, create friends or or create peace around the fact that I'd lose one of my parents. Mm. And that was always something so morbid for me. And the more that I started to learn about, you know, the spiritual path and Buddhism and non-attachment and all of these different things, I started to learn like, wow, this is that scary thought that nobody talks about. Nobody ever talks about dying because, hey, but we're all going to die, right? Like this Mm -hmm. is, you know, God forbid it happens today. I don't want it Mm -hmm. to happen today. God, Mm -hmm. just, you know, if you're listening (laughs) in your infinite wisdom, beautiful beautiful gal, um, I still want to stay here for a little while. Uh, but that's the sort of morbid thought that I think every night I'm like, okay. And if there's a little something, or if maybe there's an inclination or desire to send, you know, my dad a text or to check it see if my little sister's okay, or, you know, to apologize to my boyfriend because most of the time it's me being a dick. Um, (laughs) I, I, I do what I need to do. And there are other nights where I go to sleep, like, no, I'm good. Like, Like, so, so I think it's really quite interesting to be able to bring those, the things that are important to the forefront, just in everything that we're talking about, you know? Yeah. It's
0: almost like, it's almost like you're like, have I closed all the loops of anything yes. that's been draining my energy? Oh, I
1: love that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And like, just checking in, like, is it a text message or has it been something a thought lingering in my head of like something I shouldn't have said to someone and I want to, you know, clear that out or whatever. Right. Just kind of looking at all the things to make right, sure you're right, right. closing the loops. Or I love it- that.
1: Or is it like the last episode of House of Cards? Like whatever it is.
0: (laughs) I have to watch that. I cannot
1: die tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Oh,
0: So funny. Okay. So let's talk about relationships.
1: Oh my goodness.
0: I feel like because you and I both travel a ton and I'm basically just asking you for advice. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So 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 you travel a ton. You've got to take a sip of tea fiance <laughs> so I'm guessing he doesn't come with you he you said you're no, gone like never. half the time so yes how does that work
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'll tell you all the ways it
1: doesn't work mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a plus, all the ways. so I so I don't I don't know if you know this but last year I was on the road with yoga journal for like I I think I was on the road total with the tour I did with Yoga Journal and all the retreats and trainings that I did for 10 months
0: last year. Wow. Oh
1: my gosh. I got to see Tori maybe not a lot, a handful of times. He did come out while I was on the road twice, which is again, not a lot. And even this year, it's been the same thing just because I've been really busy, like doing more speaking and and retreats and stuff. Like, I'm the yes girl. So, an event will come up, they'll be like, hey, we want you to come speak. And I'm like, okay, you know? Mm -hmm. So, I realized that in the last two years, we've been apart more than we've been together. Oh my gosh. uh, Yeah. So, I I think the most that I'm home, and this is a pretty accurate uh, assessment only because we just talked about this the most I'm ever home is, oh, is two weeks.
0: Oh, wow. And Mine's that, six weeks. And I thought that was oh,
1: that's really great. I mean, six weeks is really, I wish I could get that.
0: I'll so get it I'm next like, month. So now I'm like, how do you stay skinny? <laughs> Cause I um, feel like yeah. I'm like, whenever I travel, it's like, it's crazy. Like I just go all out. Like there are no rules when I travel. And then when I get home, I'm like <laughs> back at the routine. And then I'm like in the routine for like, Probably six a good weeks. four out of the six weeks. Yeah. And then I go away Back and it's just like, yeah.
1: <laughs> um, no, that's hard. The the food. Yeah. It's challenging.
0: I just, uh,
1: I, I don't know how to answer that. I just, do my best, <laughs> you know, like I, I usually will stay anywhere where there's a gym close or yeah. That's part of like my prerequisite. If I'm traveling, like the hotel I stay at has to have a gym. Like, I just have to always be do it like physically because I'm energetically giving. Especially if I'm in a large group of people, I have to have a workout before. It yeah, just keeps my. I always say like I got to keep my mind straight. You know, like my yeah. mind's got to be right totally. with re, with regard to the relationship bit. It's. It's tough, you know we we have moment. It's we have a little bit of a disconnect period when we're together. It takes a minute to kind
0: of. I'm yeah. sure your husband have that, right? Where yeah, it's like, totally. It's like oh, it's kind of like we're strangers when I get yes. home.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it's kind
0: of funny. Yeah,
1: well, so I've I've read about this a ton because I'm always okay. trying to like decipher these things, but it, so it takes about, so these are the things to do to reconnect with your partner. This is what I've read. Okay. So maybe you guys can try it and tell me if it works Okay, okay. Um, after. So you're not supposed to be apart for more than three weeks after three weeks, things get weird. Okay. So this is what I've noticed for us. So we have a rule, like after, if it's going to be more than three weeks, like Either I have to come home for a day or two or he has to come out, you know, to wherever Mm. I am. And so Mm -hmm. three weeks is the rule. And and which we've been pretty good. But if you really think about it in the spectrum, like we're still not really seeing each other that much. Yeah. So we have like the two week rule. That's like the most that we try to to do, less less than than that. So then when we're together, we have to like If it's the day I'm flying in, usually he'll pick me up from the airport or something Mm -hmm. and we have to break bread together. Like we Mm -hmm. have to have a meal together Mm -hmm. and then we have time to, and even though I'm sure you and your husband like talk on the phone or you're texting and stuff. And like Tori and I are always like texting each other. So it's not like they're out of the loop of what is happening, but yeah, it's always nice to be able to sort of recap your, what you guys have done. Right. So it's almost like filling each other in. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's, like, the the physical connection, right? So, mm-hmm. you, you know, we do, like, um, the heart-to-heart thing for a, for a little while, mm-hmm. you know, because after – I don't remember what the thing is, but I read this somewhere. And, you know, maybe somebody out there has more information. And I remember somebody telling me to do this, like, after a couple of breaths, like, your hearts sync up together. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So if you're, so we'll like just lay, I'll I'll lay on top of him and then just let us sync up. And usually that leads to other things, which yeah. is good to, to reconnect. And yeah, we just try to plan. Most of the time we just have like, he has a business too. So he's busy. We just try to do like a date night once a week if we can. And we just do stuff like that where it's like, no, oh, the phone thing is like a no, no. If we're on a date, we don't bring our, our devices because I get distracted. He gets distracted and then it just becomes like we're both on our phones, which yeah. really is annoying. So Yeah.
0: Yeah. And even if it's like things. for two seconds, like there's still there's no point. It that, that tiny little bit of being annoyed for two seconds, like why bother?
1: Why bother? It's yeah. not worth it. Because yeah. I know if he looks at his phone or he picks it up, it's gonna irritate me. If I yeah. grab my phone and I'm doing so and it's like it's work, it's work, it's work, and it's like, Yeah, no shit. Like I would have yeah. picked it up just to be like, Oh my god, look at this cute little dog picture.
0: Yeah, yeah. see I would. I love that. Like <laughs> if I literally Really, follow more dogs than humans. Oh my God, me
1: too. <laughs> me too. That's awesome.
0: And actually what I was going to say too, with the heart to heart thing, it's so funny because my husband always makes fun of me because the first thing I do when I get home is I have a heart to heart hug with my dog and I call it that. I'm like, I just want a heart to heart hug with Sampson. <laughs> See? And I, we sink our hearts. I didn't yeah. know that that was a thing. Yeah. Okay. I guess do? I can do it with my husband. Yeah. That's
1: too. good. What do you guys do when it gets, what do you do when it gets weird?
0: I feel like it, I feel like it's been getting a lot better. Like it doesn't really, the only times that it gets weird is if like I'm like really partying a lot while I'm away. <laughs> Um, but other than that, we, it's, it's exactly the same. So we'll, um, we will make sure that like when we get home, we always like go eat, you know, fill each other in. And yeah, I mean, we're never away for longer than two weeks. And what we usually do is, so I was away for two weeks this year once, and then we were like, eh, that's a little much. So we decided this time I was gone for, 10 days. And then he came and met me in LA and then we went to Palm Springs together. Cause it's like, and it was so nice. I just think that's the way to do it is like, rather than coming home and like re assimilating into the home, it's kind of nice to like reconnect without the home, like responsibilities and distractions. So we were like out, like on vacation together and like had like you know, the best sex and the best connection because we weren't thinking about anything else because right. we were on vacation. And then, I don't know, I think that's kind of going to be our new thing.
1: Yeah. I like that.
0: I mean, it's not going to happen every single time, but yeah, I think that's, I don't know, that was really, really helpful for us for sure.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's a, that's a great way to reconnect and stuff. Yeah. Yes. I'm always curious. Look, I don't know. I'm trying to figure it out. You know, I know. Yeah. That.
0: Well, we'll just have to keep texting. Yeah. Each we'll
1: other. just, have to keep, yeah. We'll just have yeah. to keep exchanging like, oh, try this or This, yeah. or this does not yeah. work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> tried it. Didn't
1: work. <laughs> yeah. Tried it. Not, no. Yeah. Fail. Epic fail. Epic yeah. fail.
0: Yeah. Definitely getting the silent treatment right now. Don't know what to do. <laughs> Oh, so funny. I laugh because it's true. Um, I know. <laughs> I get it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not a silent treatment giver, but I'm definitely received the silent treatment. If, oh, if I'm mad about oh. something, I will say it. Yeah.
1: Uh, me too. I'm like, yeah. I, I will voice my thoughts. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm all about a nonviolent conscious confrontation. Yeah. <laughs> Love that. <laughs>
0: Oh, we're so much alike. How did we find each other?
1: I don't know I, know. I just like to me. I'm like, why have we not had these conversations? I don't know.
0: <laughs> oh my god, so amazing. Okay, let's move on to manic moments and manifesting. So, we're gonna talk about our last meltdown and the last thing we manifested. So, I'll go first, so you can okay. something of yours. So, I'm. I mean, I kind of already talked about this. I am kind of in full meltdown mode right now. I am in binge eating mode. I'm eating everything. I ate two pieces of ice cream cake two days in a row. So that's four pieces of ice cream cake in two days if you want to know the math. (laughs) And that was in like one sitting, two pieces in one sitting. (laughs) Like had a piece, finished it, opened the freezer. Had another another one. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, I mean... I am definitely not feeling the best. The house is not stocked with groceries since I've been home. I've been ordering like a takeout smoothie, like delivery, which has been like $20 once you add in the delivery fee. So $20 smoothies, like a $30 salad for lunch. And then usually we do cook dinner, but we definitely last night, no, last night I had pizza with one of my friends. (laughs) It was vegan pizza. Oh, okay. (laughs) And then, um, what else have I done? Oh, yeah. And then I went out the night before. Oh, yeah. I told you I was, I think I told you I was hungover yesterday. Maybe I didn't tell you. Yeah. I think you did. Yeah. drank wine at my friend's house. So, yeah. I feel like my appetite is still on vacation. So, we're we're trying to get that in check. So, there's that. Um, But... I'm going to tie this into my manifestation. So I did a card reading with Natalia Benson, who Mm. I love. And because of Jupiter is in one of my houses, I don't know. um, That means that it's actually, or maybe it's not Jupiter. I can't remember. There's something going on. Then it me. I think it's Pluto, but it's Pluto, it's Pluto, Mm. which means it's time for new routines. So she said, it's actually good that I don't have a routine right now because I'm going to be creating a really good one in this transit. So it's, I mean, I'm going to have pasta tonight. <laughs> and then Tomorrow my trainer's coming. And so, I mean, I also got my period and I feel really skinny today. Oh. So there's that. <laughs> Great. So I've been PMSing too. So that's probably yeah. why I've been savagely eating. But yeah, I mean, I feel like I've, I'm manifesting in the process of manifesting a new routine. So, mm. you know, I'm oh. just, I'm letting it ride.
1: Yeah. I love that because, you know, side note, I don't know if you do like the essential oils, but I, I'm a doTERRA gal. Right. But so I use the cinnamon bark for sugar cravings and I Mm. keep it right by my bed. And it's just like, it's really, I just put a couple of drops on my tongue and it's like, yeah, it's not the same as chocolate cake. I get it guys. I know. (laughs) Listen. Listen, weirdo. <laughs> it's not the fucking same. Okay, same. <laughs> um, I get it, but it just helps kind of level everything out. And plus, you were on your, you know, your period or your period's yeah. coming, so that it's just it happens. You know, your your levels. It's actually a chemical chemical cravings that happen. Um, yeah, which is you know don't don't. It's not
0: my fault, guys. You no, know?
1: it's really not. And no. you know what? You're you're gonna manifest a new routine, and exactly. you're gonna set the intention. So when it, well, I'll I'll tell you, Maya. Recent, what happened yesterday? Oh, okay. So I'm a yeah. I mean, like, look, I I'm a emotional eater myself, so I can 100 mm-hmm. percent relate to that. I'm a, like a junk food. I'm a vegan junk food junkie. Like, <laughs> you know, like I will get all the vegan treats, and I'm like mm-hmm. I'm a vegan. I'm mm. not a vegan, but it's like, I really like the, the vegan treat treats.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, my big thing right now is, is being a little bit of a workaholic. So that's mm. kind of where that little blow up that happened yesterday. It was coming from this place of like, I usually, I usually, so the last couple of years I try to take December off. Like, Oh, I try to take the month to just reconnect, read books, like read, like actually do things for fun, Mm -hmm. you know, like go on a hike and not have anything on my schedule where it's like, I have to do an interview or I have to, you know, have to have a a client call or one of my mentees or any, any of those things. Like I try to take at least three weeks and I say the month, it's like three weeks Mm -hmm. of just nothing. Like Mm -hmm. I just take it off. Well, I'm trying to, put stuff in there now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know? And it's, it's like, it's causing a little bit of a dysfunction, I think in my home, you know, oh, yeah. because it's like, Oh, I thought that you were going to be off and now you're putting stuff in your schedule and it's basically counteractive to your desire to yeah. some R and R. And so, and then it irritates me because I'm like, but it's work, you know? And it's like, okay, yeah. Yeah. it's, it's almost like you want to have people around you that call you out, but then you kind of don't.
0: Yeah, you kinda like just want them to not do it. Yeah, Yeah,
1: please don't please don't call me it's like I'm a fucking adult. Like yeah. It's like You really listen to yourself and you kind of sound like a child a little bit. Yeah. It's it's like, like are, are you? you? Yeah. I don't, I don't know that any adult needs to tell another adult that they're an adult. That they're an adult. Yeah.
0: <laughs> that means you're actually not an adult. <laughs> so,
1: and what I'm doing to manifest that, and I think it could tie into yours. So there's my teacher. So I, I have a, a guru, a teacher that I study with, you know, and he, he's, awesome his name is yoga rupa rod Stryker, and um he's got great meditations he has an app that just launched called sanctuary so if you're mm-hmm. curious and you want to learn more about him it's awesome mm-hmm. but his teacher's teacher had this way and it's all it so the the lineage i come from is tantra right and oh, the first thing that okay. yes we should talk about that maybe next time i when know I, okay on. so
0: do you know um alexandra roxo
1: yes i and i only know of her name because of because of sahara um yeah yeah. Yeah. They're all like, in the
0: oils too.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So it's yeah. it's like um it's all part of the same lineage, right? So yeah. it's yeah. like tantra, tantra, the the root word of tantra, tan means to expand, and tra means beyond limitation. So mm. we have all these like ritualistic practices that we do, different types of meditations. And again, I'm all about bringing the the good stuff in there's this practice that we do where it's almost like affirmations that you write down right and one of the sort of prompts is i w- i can i will i must so in your case it's like i can i will i must create a new routine i can i will i must create a new routine i can i will i must create a new r- and you write it for 7 you write it for 7 minutes nonstop your hand is going to hurt And you just keep writing it, writing it, writing it. And you do it like one to two times a day. And what it starts to do, it starts to rewire your brain to actually create a new neurological pathway. Mm. And so for me, what I like to do anytime I I get to a place where I'm feeling a little bit like I don't have a direction, like I really want to create and manifest something like obviously I can't manifest more hours in the day, but then I think I'm like, look, Oprah has the same amount of
0: hours in yeah. the
1: day that we have. Like I'm sure we can figure it out. And then I just become really intentional with what is it that I want to do. And it's like I want to, I I can, I will, I must focus on my self-care. I can, mm-hmm. I will, I must focus on self-care. I can, I will, I must. And that then that becomes more important. You know, then mm. then I it makes it easier for me to say no to self- yeah. And easier for me to say yes to, you know, going to Burke Williams for the
0: day. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Okay. Doing that today. Yeah. Routine. Stay tuned. It's happening. Yes. This has been the funnest. (gasps) I just love you. Thank you so, so much. You shared so much great insight and inspiration and tips and knowledge and everyone, I'm sure, is just obsessed like I am. So <laughs> where can we
1: find you? Um, I... I'm like everywhere, pretty much. I I spend most of the time on Instagram because it's just, it's my favorite just place to be. I don't really spend too much time on Facebook unless it's, I think I sent you a link to, I have a private Facebook group that mm. um, is for the podcast listeners. And so that I spend time in there and on Instagram, but on Instagram, it's just at Rosie Acosta. R-O-S-I-E-A-C-O-S-T-A and on Twitter it's the same and my website's radicallyloved.com and my podcast is called Radically Loved as well and yeah, just I'm I'm in all the, I'm pretty easy to find and I'm pretty good with responding to like every single comment and and direct message I get so.
0: Good, we're going to harass you
1: Yes, please do I (laughs) I do love it
0: Amazing. Everyone, thank you so much for listening. We have loved today. Thank you so much, Rosie, for being here and we'll catch you guys next week. Bye. Bye guys. Thank you so much for being a chill Chakra Girl and tuning in to Chakra Girl Radio. Don't forget to subscribe and give us a five-star rating. You can find more info on Chakras and on Amberlee at thechakragirlco.com. And follow all the glam and grounded goodness on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at the Amber Amberlee loves engaging with her listeners, so DM her anytime.